Pursuant to Governor Baker's, oh, excuse me. Um, Mr. Clerk, would you please call the roll? Sure. Councilor Bears. Present. Councilor Falco. Present. Vice President Knight. Present. Councilor Marks. Present. Councilor Morell. Present. Councilor Scarpelli. Present. President Caraviello. Present. Seven in the affirmative. Pursuant to Governor Baker's March 12, 2020 order, suspending certain provisions of the Open Meeting Law, 30A, Section 18, and the Governor's March 15, 2020 order, imposing strict limitations on the number of people that may gather one place, this meeting of the Memphis City Council Committee of the Whole will be conducted via remote participation to the greatest extent possible. Specific information and, and general guidelines for remote participation by members of the public and or parties with the right or requirement to attend this meeting can be found on the City of Medford website at www.medford.org. For this meeting, members of the public who wish to listen or watch the meeting may do so by accessing the link contained herein. No in-person in attendance of members of the public will be permitted, but every effort will be made to ensure that the public can adequately, adequately access the proceeding in real time via technological means. In the event that we're able to do so, Despite best efforts, we will post on the City of Medford or the Medford Community website an audio or a video recording, transcript, or other comprehensive record of the proceedings as soon as possible. <clears throat> so, this is a committee of the whole meeting uh, for the City Council to discuss our Council priorities for the year uh, 2022. So, uh, this is something we've done for the last few years. So. Um, and I don't know how everybody wants to do this, but uh, it was my thought that <clears throat> maybe we should we would go around the room and ask everybody for their top two priorities. So let's let's push aside the stuff that we uh, that we agree on, we, we all agree on, and then we, and then we can come back and figure out what everybody's uh, everyone else's priorities are going going forward. Does, does that sound okay? Excellent to me, Mr. President. Uh, Councilor Marx? I, I, I think it would be helpful too to have an understanding of uh, the number of priorities that this council would be looking to adopt. And uh, in my opinion, if we do adopt a number of priorities, um, I don't think they should be in any particular order. You are correct. Um, you know, we, we uh, should treat each priority as a priority. Yes. And that would be my own personal opinion. You but, are correct. Uh, because uh, we don't want one department thinking that another, another, uh, someone else has a priority of them. So these are all top priorities. So if we can just go, uh, we'll just go around the, uh, the room. Um, let me see. Councilor Marks, you want to go first with, with your top two? Um, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I mean, I have a list of... Uh, well, just give, give me a top two. Hey, don't rush me. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, a list of uh, priorities. Okay. Some which were carried over from uh, last year and actually the previous years. Um, and my hope is that um, we, as uh, this is uh, somewhat of a new council uh, with two new members, that uh, when we make a listing of priorities that uh, we follow through and capitalize on not just listing priorities but making sure they come to fruition. Okay. And, I, and I think that would be a priority of mine to make sure 
we attend to our priorities. Yes. Uh, if that sounds strange enough. That is correct. Um, so so uh, one of my first priorities, Mr. President, and in no particular order, um, is I think the need, and we'll probably hear a lot of these reiterated over and over again, but the need to uh, hire uh, some uh, staff, Mr. President, where we, in my opinion, are deficient. Um, and one would be the hiring of a housing planner in the Office of Community Development. Okay. And I, I won't get into the reasons why okay. at this particular point, because I think there's a lot to discuss here. Um, the, as uh, uh, another, as, as within the same priority would be the hiring of uh, a full-time director of uh, diversity and inclusion. I, I think I, I, I kind of had that down as as one kind of like a grouping uh, uh, of the diversity, energy, city planner, uh, human resources, personnel. So you want to group it all in as one, or you want just those two? That, that, no, and, and the director of a uh, full-time director of energy and environment. Yes, I have that here too. Right. So, okay. so th those would be in, you know, okay. I, I, yep. we're open to yeah. discussion on okay. if we want to add, subtract. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that, that would definitely be a, a priority of mine. Okay. Um, and uh, another priority, and I think uh, we've talked about this as a council as a whole, um, would be to um, revisit, uh, Mr. President, uh, charter review. Charter and for some of the members that uh, may be uh, new, um, Charter Review has been kicked around for a number of years. Uh, there was a petition that was floated around back some years ago by a number of Method residents. Uh, they uh, collected, I think, over five or 6,000 signatures, uh, short of what was required to uh, create an initiative petition, uh, which would be a ballot question. Um, those signatures are still around. I'm not sure if they're still valid because of the age of them. Uh, this Method City Council tried on at least two occasions uh, to create a home rule petition, once back in 2017 and one back in uh, just recently, 2020. Um, and we're going to find out whether or not the most recent one uh, is going to make it through the state legislature based on uh, the number of votes and so forth. Um, okay. But that would be a priority, Mr. Okay. President, to take a look at the city charter um, because it hasn't been reviewed in over 30 years and uh, is the frameworks of uh, what uh, a city and how a city operates. Thank you. Uh, okay. Council Falco. Mr. Talk, President, sir, thank, thank you. Uh, Council Marks, thank you very much and uh, I agree with you wholeheartedly on uh, both your, uh, uh, both of the, the um, items that you just listed. I think charter review is, I have that on my list as well and I also have um, a section called staffing, and I think that you, you hit it on the head. Those are positions that need to be hired. Uh, when I look at uh, my top, I got a, a kind of a list going here, but um, I think that one of the big things I think we need to do as a council is to make sure that we finish the zoning with uh, Attorney yep. Bobrovsky. That to me, that's probably okay. one yep. or two. It's up at the top. I just think we need to make sure we follow through, get that done, okay. and really. Uh, that and then we've made a, some headway there, yep. but we really need to kind of see that through to the end. Um, and the other one is the um, the uh, uh, well, I have on my list. Um, let's see, I have a number of things: pre-budget hearings, which I okay. think uh, um, 
that, that would be a, another one on my okay, list. Okay, that's good. So I'll, I'll come back to you. And I think uh, that's that's imperative because that's something that we really need to do, especially with, I think, the financial situation that we're in. Okay. The sooner we meet, the better. Thank you for everyone involved. Councilor Knight, Mr. President, thank you very much. Um, I certainly agree with Council Falco that the number one priority of this council should be uh, completing the work that we've started relative to the recodification of our zoning. I think that that's a priority that we need to move forward on. It's uh, something that we've been discussing now ad nauseum. We finally had the opportunity to secure a zoning consultant and we're making great progress and I think uh, we need to continue that momentum. Uh, secondly, Mr. President, uh, something that came up at last night's meeting is um, a legal service line item for this Medford City Council. I think that's very important, Mr. President, for the reasons stated uh, at the meeting last night. Um, so uh, piggybacking on Councilor Falco, I do think the zoning consultant's number one. Uh, number one A would be a legal service line item for the City Council. And then uh, number two for me would be increasing the DPW staffing levels, Mr. President. Uh, we see uh, the way that we deliver services in this community compared to the way we deliver services in neighboring communities. Um, the staffing levels are... Uh, there's a great disparity between the staffing levels, what you see in a city the size of Malden, city the size of Somerville, the city the size of Medford, the city the size of Melrose. Um, so I think that those are things yeah. that we need to look at, Mr. President, and uh, work to increase the number of boots on the ground that we have in the DPW so that when people pick up the phone and make a service-related request, they get the response that they deserve, that they're paying the taxes to get. Okay. So, uh, those, are the, those are the top three. Yeah. Council Scott Pelley. Uh, thank you, Mr. President. So I, it's... As I reviewed last last terms, I think that I, I want to applaud the council because we've done so much, and they weren't easy uh, objectives, and we we really reached those and, and worked hard, especially during a tough time. So uh, I too had most of what my colleagues have uh, uh, represented here, but my two um, to follow up with Council Marx's, uh, you know, full time diversity director, but I want to focus on city efforts for sustainable and transformative change dealing with racial and social justice issues. I think that uh, we get caught up in reaching out and, and looking at uh, transactional change, which is a task focus. It's a check the box kind of thing you're done. And uh, I don't think this is sustainable because it doesn't facilitate change. It only makes you feel like you've made some change. And, and that's what we've been hearing. I think that we took a vote um, a few weeks ago that eliminated the, the option of making what we heard from many people, <coughs> the diversity uh, director's position from a part-time to focus on keeping it a full-time. Because if you hear, um, you hear what's going on, it's great for organizations and people to get on a platform to push their own initiatives. But if you really are listening, and like we were told over and over again, put your money where your mouth is and move forward. So um, I appreciate the mayor putting all of these commissions together and focus groups together, but those meetings were a long time ago. To me, those marches were a long time ago. And um, I haven't seen much in movement. Okay. Um, my friends that I've talked to, constituents that I've talked to, um, that applauded the initial effort, really hasn't seen, haven't seen much follow through. Um, maybe the Human Rights Commission that's in, in place right now or working hard, but um, still, the dialogue isn't there to the rest of the community. 
Okay. So I think that's important that we look at that. And I think that, you know, to, to, to follow up on what we've looked at last year, I think one of the mayor's number one priorities, and to follow up with what I just said, the completion of a fire, new fire headquarters and training tower and facility upgrades to the other, other fire stations. I think that that was one of the mayor's number one initiatives. And, you know, this councilor uh, last year made some bold, um, bold actions to try to bring this forward and it was voted down but um, I think that uh, again we have another focus group out there that um, uh, I guess reiterates what we've learned for the last four years touring the stations and I think that that uh, again we need to put our money where our mouth is the police stations done the fire the old police stations closing the old old headquarters uh, we're going to see that there's going to be some issues. So I think yeah. we need to move on that quick. Thank you. So thank you. Councilor Moreau. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, yeah, a lot of what I had as well has already been raised, which is great because it shows we're on alignment on a lot of things and getting work done. Um, <clears throat> I do want to add to kind of the staffing conversation um, and interest in a facilities manager for the city, uh, for city buildings. Um, okay, I, so I would like oh. to see. Uh, advancement on, on the, the tree ordinance. I know, I think Councillor Knight first introduced language for in 2019. Uh, since there's been a lot of lessons learned from surrounding okay. communities about what, how to write what, an ordinance what, what like what this to uh, make it most benefit tree, residents in the city itself. Um, I'd like to see advancement on that. Yeah. And uh, I, I have had a number of residents reaching out um, really over the past year uh, about uh, facial recognition um, used throughout the city and seeing if we can meet on that and come to some consensus on that. I know it was raised, I believe, back in uh, February or March the first time, and I've had residents reaching out consistently, um, which is something that also falls under the, the racial and social justice umbrella. Okay. Um, Councilor, can you give me that second one again? I, I missed that one. Sure. It's facial recognition Facial recognition technology. Okay. Is that the second? And then you also wanted um, uh, the uh, facilities manager, correct? Correct. And you, did you have one more you said? Tree. Uh, the tree ordinance. The tree ordinance? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Councilor Biz. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, and I want to echo uh, all my counselors. I agree with all the priorities that have been stated so far, which I think is good, a good omen for getting uh, things done this year. And, um, you know, just looking at some priorities as well, I want to echo what Councillor Scarpelli said. I think we have accomplished many of the things, you know, obviously not all of them, but many things that were on the list from 2020. Uh, my two, you know, I have, I have things within these things, but really uh, one area is council communications. I think Councillor Marks uh, last night was hit it right on the head. Um, are there more ways that we can get our message out there as a city council? Um, so. Uh, you know, I put some resolutions up last year, 20-455 and 20-456, and it'd be great to, to meet on those and think about ways that we can get our message out there. Um, and the other area is, is housing. Uh, part of that, obviously, is finishing our, our zoning recodification, hopefully participating in some of these planning processes. But the, the other area I'd really like to look at um, is the housing stability work and finishing the short-term rental regulations uh, that we have been talking about. Councilor Knight's been talking about it for five years. Um, and the paper numbers there were 15-387-16-705. Is that the affordable housing trust? No. Uh, no, that's the short-term rental regulation. Oh, short-term rental? Yeah. Okay. 
All right. Thank you, Councillor Bears. And, um, and my top, my top two was um, I, I want to see the completion of um, uh, the zoning, and uh, I'm, I would like to possibly uh, extend Mr. Brabowski's contract to continue to do some more work, because I think he's a very smart man, and uh, I think uh, I think he'd, he'd be a very uh, big asset uh, for our city. Uh, I'm also on board with the. I think we need the legal representation, and. Um, and I'm also on board with the, uh, uh, the diversity director, energy and environment, uh, and, uh, and those offices also. So those, those are my uh, top three. So I think um, looking forward, I think uh, uh, so far the, you know, uh, the zoning is, I think we all agree on the, on the zoning. Um, the, you know, the, the, the diversity director, energy environment, planning and facility, the, the uh, staffing for city hall, in those departments, I think we're all pretty much in agreement on. Um, so I think we, if, if you want to, if you want to open a discussion on uh, on other topics, uh, Councilor Falco, would you like to start? Uh, well, if, before I, uh, I'd love to start, but be, if I could ask about the staffing, everyone seems to mention, have mentioned positions. So, do we have a running list right now of what we would like to see with regard to the staffing positions? I think staffing in itself. Well, I, I think the positions that are in question is the, I think uh, the, we, we're, I think we're all looking for a full-time diversity director, yep. is that correct? Correct. Um, and uh, I think we, got, we want the Office of, of Energy and Environment brought back. Um, I think we're all looking for um, a city planner. And, uh, and I think we're, the other office that we're, we're sharing right now is Human Resources and Personnel Director. So these are three offices that we've always had uh, an office on, and now they're all <coughs> jumbled into half offices, which I don't know how they, for, for, for many years, that they've been a full-time office, and now they're, they're the, these, all these jobs have turned into part-time into part jobs. Correct. So I think, I don't, I don't know where we went awry on that over the years. I, I on that point, Mr. President? Uh, Council Knight. I think, um, you know, when we're talking about some of the positions that we're interested in as well, I know it's the, the facilities manager position is very important to me. I think that's something that um, we'll probably be seeing in the next budget, um, as well as the uh, 911 supervisor. I think those are two positions um, also that are very important. Um, 911 supervisor. We talk about staffing. Okay, thank you. Uh, on the point as well, Mr. President. Council Biz. Thank you. Um, you know, on the staffing question, I think hiring those full-time positions is a priority to me, whether they're in a combined office or a separate office, as long as we have the position, there may be advantages to having people work together, um, but I do agree with having the full-time positions. Thank you. The other thing I was going to mention was... Um, Council Falco. Thank you. The other thing I was going to mention is I know we had a lot of talk about an election coordinator, um, and that's something that... You know, there could be further debate as to what that looks like, but Which, um, what was that again? An election coordinator. I know that was uh, something that was a hot topic at one point. So um, we might want to put that down on the list to just to make sure that we talk about that and okay. discuss Mr. it. And Mr. President, if I can follow okay. up, Council Scott Pelly, uh, to go along with uh, what Council Knight brought up with staffing at DPW, I think we all, for the most part, uh, the most phone calls we get are, or the most complaints you hear. Our, our streets, our roads, our parks, our open spaces, um, our sidewalks. And I think that um, part of what the city administration is doing with the C-Clicks Fix 
Um, to me, it's still a little alarming to me. I think that I don't think we have the staff that can handle the volume that's going to come in and and fix these issues. I mean, when we talk about you know sidewalks and streets, something that I've had my initiatives and and if we could add is adding the uh, uh, sidewalk and hot top crew. Um, I think that that's. I'm going to put that on spread. If you, if you can, I, I know that focusing on DPW and staffing, um, you know, if we could piggyback with that, even on the same line, if Council Knight doesn't mind, is having our own sidewalk and hot top crew for the fact that when we keep bonding out $250,000 at a time to replace sidewalk panels, um, where we can look at doing it in house. For a fraction of the cost, I think that it's something that needs to be looked at. So, thank you. Thank you. On that, Mr. President, I think Council um, another position that we had spoke about in the past, something that was uh, a concern of ours, was um, having a dedicated full-time full-time um, striping and signage coordinator within the DPW to address full-time signage crew, signage and striping um, to paint the crosswalks to uh, make sure that they uh, fix the signs to make sure that they're inputting the signs up to the traffic uh, commissions um, approving in a timely fashion mr. president um, a full-time signage and striping crew no coordinator at that uh, coordinator mr. president council biz um, I think did council Merle, do you have something on staffing I saw your hand up um, oh I have something else Oh, okay. On, on staffing, really quickly, I think similar to what Councillor Scarpelli said, uh, code enforcement as well. You know, if C-Click fixes up, we need people who are actually able to address those problems and, and around, you know, inspections of rental units for health and uh, snow shoveling, you know, our, our code enforcement team is stretched pretty thin. Okay. Got that? So if I can... Councillor Scarpelli. As we talk, we can talk about this for hours. I think that... We don't want to put it in priorities, but I think when we're talking about staffing, that being a big priority, I think we all agree the number one focus is really focusing on those positions of leadership, which is uh, the diversity, um, the um, energy environment, and the housing planner. I think that I don't. I don't just. I don't want to water down our initiatives. I know we don't want to. We don't want to specifically say one, two, or three, because I think they're all important. But I think that, you know, we we should. I think we can maybe maybe lump that in as a group. Okay. Okay. Councilor Moreau. Mr. President. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, I just wanted to raise uh, outside of the staffing, just the Gender Equity Commission ordinance. I know that's been working its way through um, for I guess coming up on two years now. That's something else that can also go to uh, social justice if built right. Uh, I think. The council, the last time it was actually, language was debated about it, um, was making sure it was a representative and intersectional group. So I think if done right, that can also uh, serve to actually, um, I think, respond to some of the, the concerns that Councillor Scarpelli so rightfully raised. Thank you. Mr. President. Council Marks. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, whatever we do uh, in regards to um, filling positions. I think we have to have uh, a unified voice and naturally we can list all the priorities we want, but
but when it comes time to actually stand up at budget time and say this is what our priorities are and we're willing to negotiate but we want to see our priorities get implemented as well and I think we have to have a unified voice and I like Councilor Scarpelli I'm a little fearful that if we make this too broad uh, our voice is not unified because uh, we're going to be in too many aspects of uh, pushing you know uh, different positions uh, we we didn't mention the election coordinator position uh council falco mentioned that oh did he i'm sorry i apologize that's so right. that, that was another position so yes uh, I, I think there's probably a dozen positions that we've mentioned um and you know i i would like to see more of a, a focus on what we out of this uh particular grouping think is a top priority <coughs> Um, and you know that that's what I rather focus on knowing that I'm going to go into the budget saying I want to see regarding positions X Y and Z and I don't know if I can do the entire alphabet because I, I'm not sure that that is sustainable or it's something that think mr. president last night we talked about a housing production plan and there were many aspects of the plan that I, you know, think need to be tweaked. There were many aspects I agree with and would love to see something happen, uh, some wholesale changes within the community. However, realistically, these changes, without having the proper oversight, without having the proper management, are never going to happen. They will never happen. We'll be talking about them year after year after year. So when we mention about having a housing planner, someone that that's their sole job to look into infill in the community, to look at uh, ADUs, to look at some of the issues that we've been talking about and run with it and be the go-to person. You know, we have an acting community uh, uh, director um, and uh, she's doing yeoman's work, but she is spread very thin, extremely thin. So if we think that uh, this uh, housing production plan is going to fall on the community development director's lap, it's not realistic. Things aren't going to happen. And it's, I don't think it's any, uh, you know, any slight on the person in that role. There's just too much on that person in that role's position as active community development director, uh, a, a, you know, head of energy and environment. There's a lot of very important issues, and it's too much for one person. So I, I think it's crucial that whatever we do, that we set up the mechanism that allows for these issues to be carried through. And the same would go for the uh, diversity and inclusion. If, if we're depending on someone 25 to 30 hours a week or 20 hours a week to be our director of diversity and inclusion and, and encompass everything we're looking at, reforms in the police department, reforms in the school system, reforms in general, it's just not going to happen. And that's why I say it's vital that we get together and make sure that we have the leadership in place. And, and by having too many positions out there, I, I think we lose some of our strength. Uh, oh, the council wants 18 positions. You know, I think we lose some of our strength. And I, I'd like to maybe if we can narrow this down. Yeah, I, th I think toward the end of the discussion, we'll, I, I, and we'll, I appreciate we'll, that. We'll I think it down. Now, now's the time to talk about yeah. it. But I just want to make yeah. sure that uh, you know we do pare it down to something yeah. realistic. Thank you, Councilor Knight. Um, Mr. President, building on uh, what Councilor Marks is saying, um, you know, I think that 
and looking at the council priorities, um, we should also be breaking these council priorities down into legislative priorities and budget priorities. Legislative priorities which fall under our scope and purview entirely and budget priorities which are going to need the cooperation of the mayor in order for us to attain these goals. Um, I think that the things that are in the realm of the legislative priorities really fall within our, our scope of control, you know what I mean? When we look at um, some of the issues um, that, that we've raised, you know what I mean? Um, continuing the consultant with zoning, uh, having pre-budget meetings, that type of stuff falls within our scope and our realm, um, any type of legislative action, passing of ordinances. Um, but when it comes down to the budget and including items in the budget, that's why these pre-budget meetings are going to be so very important. And I think um, it would probably be a best practice. And, those, and those will start probably in March. Yeah. So, so I think that, Mr. President, it might make sense for us, before we meet for our pre-budget meetings, that we convene once again and we discuss uh, council budget priorities as a subsection of the council priorities at large. Thank you. Council Biz. Thank you, Mr. President. And I strongly agree with how Councilor Knight framed that. I think it's... Uh, very helpful. Um, so I'll, I'll go, uh, I'll use that framing myself. I think um, something that was discussed that's a legislative priority, um, I think you, you brought it up, but Councilor Falco filed something around the Affordable Housing Trust. Um, I think that's something we should think about as a legislative priority. And then as it pertains to the budget priority, I, I agree with Councilor Marks um, that we do need to have a pretty uh, we're going to need to have a strong focus in order to get what we want on the budget side. Um, you know, the mayor has prioritized a facilities manager. That's something that she's advocating for. Just listening to the discussion and the positions and kind of where the work is right now, uh, the three things I would I would take out of that would be the housing planner, full-time diversity staff, and um, the elections coordinator as well, uh, because uh, just today, Secretary Galvin filed a bill that would make the mail voting and the uh, absent extended early voting permanent. Uh, so that's going to put a lot of load on the elections office going forward. Thank you, Councilor Bears. Any, any further discussion going forward? So if, uh, if I'm hearing what we're hearing, so um, the, let me see, the completion of the zoning um, is, seems to be, um, one of the, the top things, so uh, that we will put that under the um, the legislative end. Great. The the zoning. Yeah, I mean, Mr. President, in, when you're looking Council at the night. zoning, when you're looking at the zoning consultant, just take take back a little bit of what we did at last night's meeting, where we had a presentation from a consultant that was paid for through community development block grant funds that talked to us about um, how we need to change and update our zoning to address the housing production plan. Um, how they talked about accessory dwelling units, which are things that we're talking about right now. How they talked about infill zoning, which is something we could probably accomplish through um, the preferred plan development districts that uh, Attorney Bob Broski had uh, spoken about. So I think that, you know, that's a legislative priority, but um, it, it falls within the realm of the budget. But it, the mayor needs to give it to us because these plans that she's presenting to us that they're spending so much money on need this technical expertise, and it's the technical expertise that the council's been calling for now for three years. So I, I don't think it's anything that's, that's out of the ordinary. So I think it's both. You know, I think that that's something that fits in with both because we have a legislative initiative going right now with the recodification, and that's going to be a continuation of that. So I'm going to put on the legislative the completion of zoning. And, uh, and that's also going to go under, under the budget also, correct? 
have to pay for. They'll also go under under the on the budget end. Um, the um, the pre-scheduling of the budget meetings. I mean, I don't know if that should be a priority. Uh, I think we can do that on our own. Um, I say I plan on scheduling those. Uh, right. I, I well, it's a priority, but um, it's a legislative. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Pre-budget. Pre-budget hearings. If I if I may, have you reached out to, as the as the department heads has the mayor agreed to the? I was going to reach out to uh, through the mayor's office. I think I think that's that's the practice. Yes. Uh, so I re I was going to reach out to the mayor's office sometime this week and next week to uh, see what dates um, would be available to start doing that on. Okay. So maybe we could do one, uh, maybe uh, uh, one or two on a Tuesday, and maybe a couple on a Wednesday also. Sounds good. The sooner the better, I mean. Yeah, um, so I, I, like, I like to get, uh, because our February calendar is pretty much all full. Yeah. Uh, I think I've already got something for the first week in March. I'll, 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 I'm going to try to use the whole month of March to do the pre-budget and, you know, uh, if we, if we can get those all quicker, so that that was that was my my plan to do that in the month of March. Sounds good. Okay. Um, the legal representation. Uh, are we going to put that as that that would be both legislative and budget. I would, I would, I, I would that think budget works. because we're asking we're budget. asking for an appropriation. Yeah, budget. So the legal would go in the budget. Legal representation. All right, we all we all agree on that. Okay. Uh, okay. So, I think that the all these all these jobs that we're looking to create are uh, um, that would that would have to. I'm, I'm assuming we're going to put that under the budget. Am I correct? I would think so. Yes. Okay. So. The jobs that we're looking for are the diversity director, full-time, um, city planner. Housing planner. Housing planner. Housing planner. Um, and energy environment, full-time. Energy and environment. Uh, code enforcement, because we, 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 we keep making all these rules and we can't enforce them. And the facilities manager, um, 911 supervisor, I'm sorry, 911 supervisor, 911, I, I thought, I thought, I thought that was going to be funded through the police, but we can put it on our list. Okay. Um, Actually, Mr. President, I'll, I'll double check on that 911 supervisor before. Uh, we yeah, I, I thought that that was already a budgeted position. Uh, or, uh, it's in the, uh, I thought it was already in the mayor's plans. Um, what about the human resources and personnel? That that full-time position also for that? HR. Uh, well, that's already that's already established, right? Well, that's right now. It's only a part-time position. Because we, because we because that was that's always been a, again. It's that a used to be position at this point. We have a diversity. That was a, that, the HR was always handled by the chief of staff. Correct. Over the last uh, four, five, six years, uh, and somehow we, it, it, 
Uh, it's no longer handled by the chief of staff, and we've sort of you know piled it on Neil Osborne's desk. So I, um, I, I think that's something that needs to be discussed. Because uh, I say, because uh, I mean, this building is cut in, into a, uh, it's been a skeleton crew over the last many years. I mean, now, now the skeleton's even getting down to the, to the skin and bones. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, staffing for DFDP. Um, and the elections coordinator. Yeah. I mean, okay. Election coordinator. DPW staffing. Staffing, um, Something no one, none of us has talked about is um, the fire department. Where do we stand about the fire department? We, but you know, where are we again? I, I think there was minimal talk. So, should we put that under the, under the legislative? Okay, fire department. Fire department. Facilities. Facilities. Something that's been on. <laughs> something we've worked on for four years now. Okay. It's been on our priority list yeah, for a long time. Yeah, and they've, yeah, been, they've, they've been, been, bypassed. been on the list for a long time. They've been bypassed by many, many different other initiatives. So, okay. Council Falco. If, if I'm correct, it was uh, was that new fire station, fire tower, and building maintenance for the remainder of the stations. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's what I have. So fire, say the fire department. Uh, and facilities of the training tower. Mr. President. Council Biz. Would that be under the budget priorities? Uh, I have that under budget priorities. All right, thank you. Okay. Um, okay, so we've done the DPW, we've done the, the uh, employment, um, the 911 supervisor, uh, we did the election coordinator. You have council for. I'm sorry, Council. It's legal representation for the city council. Uh, legal, yes. Uh, I, I, uh, that was one of the. Top. That's under budget. Yeah, I, I have. I have legal. I've already got the legal on that. Right. <clears throat> Mr. President, would you have? Um, I think Councilor Marks had mentioned charter review, so that would go on the legislative. Charter review goes on the legislative. Review. Okay. Didn't we do that last time? Um. Okay. So Council Morrell was looking for. Facial recognition, that would be legislative? Yes. Uh, yes, I believe it's already in the, it was sent to the, sub, the public safety subcommittee um, last session, last year. That is, that is uh, if I may, that Councilor Morrell is correct. There was a paper that came from uh, maybe Councilor Beers, I think uh, last year, and that paper went to subcommittee. I'm not sure what subcommittee it's in, but I know, there was I a don't paper. Councilor Beers, is that, what, is that in your subcommittee? It was my paper, and it went to sub uh, public safety subcommittee. Okay, so is that still who's on who's on public safety? I don't know the list. It's changed since it was sent, but who's yeah, public safety right now? Chairs. Councilor Murrow, you're on public safety. I'm on it, but I believe Councilor Knight chairs it. Okay, okay, so well, that's already so that's already if that's already in uh, committee, I won't put that on the list there. Mr. President. Mr. President. Yes. Mr. The Clark. public safety subcommittee is chaired by uh, Vice President Knight, and membership is Council Falco, Council Morrell. Okay. Okay. Well, if if, if that's already in committee, I, I I won't put that on there. 
It's already in there. Well, should, if, so if it's, if it's in committee, I mean, it's still a priority, right? I mean. Yeah, so it's, it's in the committee already. So. Like, I would say like that, the affordable housing trust, like a, that type of stuff I would think would be listed under legislative. Okay, so if they, um, Council Merrill is also looking for a tree ordinance, which would be in the legislative. And that's also something that I actually, it, it went to zoning, I believe, in 2019. Um, but I think the same issue as Councillor Falco raised, it's in committee, but it hasn't been revisited in a long time. So I, I think it's worthy of being raised as a priority. Okay. And Councillor Bears wants, uh, and Councillor Marks looking for council communications on the legislative. Council communications. Uh, buh, 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 buh. In the housing rental, yeah, in the uh, yeah, sh short-term rental, housing and short-term rental. That'll be in the legislative rentals. And blah, 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 blah. did I forget anything here? Um, uh, the, uh, oh, Council Scarpelli is looking for the. Um, City efforts for sustainable. Right, that's legislative. I think that has to come from the mayor's office. Okay, so I'll leave that out. No, no, I think no, it's important. It, you want to put it in there? Yeah, no, I. Okay, it's very important. Sustainable and transformative change. Right. Uh, Mr. President. One second. And transformative change. Council Bess. I just uh, I want to echo that we should include that um, as a priority, and I think it's both a budget and a legislative priority. And hopefully, we can also figure out ways to look at this in, in many of the different things that we're doing. Bless you. Bless you. Okay. All right. So, uh, Mr. President, Council Knight. Um, before me, I have uh, last year's uh, council priorities, and when we look at it, um, we'll see that there are a number of uh, similar items: uh, increased staffing levels in DPW in the Code Enforcement Office, in the Office of Community Development, um, scheduling pre-budget meetings with department heads, adding a City Council legal service line item to the budget, um, updates from the administration regarding a fire headquarters and a training tower, as well as the future of Mepid High School. Um, then we go on to look at some of the other items on there. Um, email addresses for all City Councilors, which is something we can check off the list. Uh, creation of ordinances like the brewery ordinance, we can check that off the list. The marijuana ordinance, we can check that off the list. The inclusionary zoning ordinance, we can check that off the list. The solar ordinance, we can check that off the list. Formation of the Behavioral Health Commission, we can check that off the list. Um, then we had the other two that we did last night, the, uh, the donation bins and the um, rodent control ordinances that we've um, that we were able to pass last night, so um, I don't want to be one to, you know, have a. Have yeah, a so we did, we did, we did meet a lot of our goals from yeah, last year. I, I don't want to sit around yeah. and have a, you know, mutual admiration session right now, Mr. Yeah. President. But we've been very productive in this past term, and I look forward yeah. to no. uh, moving moving forward on these priorities. All right, so just let me run down to make sure that I haven't missed anything here. So on the legislative side, I have the um, the affordable housing trust. I have, we have the completion of the zoning, uh, the pre-budget meetings, charter review, facial recognition software, um, the tree ordinance, council communications, uh, housing, short-term rentals, and sustainable 
Uh, cities have for sustainable if in transformative changes dealing with racial and social injustices. Is, am I, Mr. President? <coughs> Council Morrell. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, I think we just missed the uh, Gender Equity Commission oh, ordinance. That's on the legislative gender. Thank you. Equity. Okay, so have I left anything out that anybody wants to see in the legislative side? Council Marx, anything that I've left out that you can think of? Councilor Falco, anything that, I, that I, you feel I left out? I think you included everything that we had listed. Uh, Councilor Knight, anything left around. out there? Um, I'm just going over my notes right now, Mr. President. Uh, uh, what I think, Mr. President, this isn't going to be a, a static list. This is going to be a dynamic list that the priorities, uh, you know, set. Well, maybe set, you'll say, well, set, we, we've got a list, and maybe we can, maybe yeah, we can pair this list it's down. It's a list, but, but I think this, this, is, this will be supplemented the throughout the term. And um, this will be our wish list. Yeah, I think we're starting. To, it's a good spot to start, and I think yeah. throughout the term, depending on um, you know, Scarpelli, any, which anything challenges that we face. Have our constituents think that we're not looking at Republic parking? Um, I think the parking that, is on the meeting. Right, so it's on the meeting. So I just that I think that I don't, I don't want to leave it off and people at home saying, "Hold on one second. That was one of the big initiatives that the That's mayor had set forward, that the council set forward. That you know, that the, there's still the, the frustration with parking. So I think that uh, I just want to make it known that we're meeting Wednesday. Next Wednesday, yes. On that, so I think that we can keep that off for now. But I think that that's something we, if we don't. Like we hear on Wednesday that we yeah. make some moves. Thank Co you, Council Morello. Anything up that's on here that that I left off? Uh, uh, nope, that covers it. Thank you. Okay, Councilor Bears, anything I've left off there? Nothing left off, but um, you know, I do think we have some ongoing initiatives around housing stability. The uh, resolution uh, that Councilor Falco proposed last night, and we do have a meeting tomorrow around the housing stability task force and an update on the eviction moratorium. So I'm hopeful. We might not need to put it on this list, okay. but I'm hopeful we can get some stuff done on that as well. Okay. Okay. So, uh, on the budget side, we have uh, zoning, uh, legal representation, full-time diversity director, uh, full-time housing planner, full-time energy and energy environment, full-time code enforcement, full-time facilities manager, a 911 supervisor. Uh, Human Resources and Personnel, Election Coordinator, uh, DPW Staffing Issues, Sidewalk, um, all multiple of different things, uh, Fire Departments, uh, the building, the facilities, um, the training tower, and let me see, did I leave anything else on the budget side? Council Marks, anything I left out there? Uh, budget side, uh, legal services? I got the legal services. Councilor Falco, have I left anything out that you want to see here? No, I, I think that covered everything that we talked about. Councilor Marx, have I left anything out? I think uh, we just went broke if we got all that stuff, Mr. President. <laughs> Councilor Scarpelli, did <laughs> I leave anything out for you? Uh, Councilor Morrell, have I left anything out in the budget uh, end? Nope, that addresses it. Thank you. Okay, and uh, Councilor Beers, have I left anything out on your end? Nothing left out, but I, I want to echo Councillor Marx's point. We might need to, and Councillor Knight's point. We might need to pick a couple of those things as we are negotiating. Yeah, I say. I mean, I mean, we have a list, and now we can, um, we, we can kind of uh, take a moment, uh, look at it, and uh, and see what uh, is more, what's more important than others. Uh, do we agree on that? Sure do. Yeah. Okay, so we'll start with the um, the legislative side. Okay. Um, 
if we had to rank these, uh, uh, if we had to take the top five, Council Marks, what would what would be your top five? Well, no, I mean, uh, not a, uh, I'm not saying, you know, it's not, but just a, I'm getting confused with all the, I think, Mr. President, at this point, it might make sense for us to report the committee uh, report out favorably, yeah. take a look at what it says, and then if we have a need to reconvene, we can do such. Um, we're going to okay. be beginning three uh, budget What, what I can anyway. do is um, I can type this up uh, and probably send it to you either tonight, or send it to everybody tonight or tomorrow. And, and if we, what, what I could ask everybody to do is, uh, you know, obviously this is a, uh, this would be our wish list. It's a working document, Mr. It's a, President. It's a working yeah. document. Uh, if, 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 uh, when everybody gets it, if you could probably pare your, pair it down to your top five. That, is that a good number to start with? Five. Five for what? Each side, legislative. legislative. Yeah, five, five on the budget and five on the. Is that okay. not enough? I don't like Council Knight said, then we can have 35 items on each one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like I say, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff here. I mean, this is, you know, it's an awful big, uh, um, or how about if we have, uh, How about we be dynamic and not be so boxed in and, um, you know, maybe go with the flow a little bit too here and uh, see what, what items. Um, yeah, so you know, we, we have, we, we have, talk we about have, the low hanging we have fruit. 10 items on the, on the, on the legislative side. And 14 items um, on the uh, budget side. So uh, my ask would be if we could pair the list in half. half. Bring, Mr. Uh, President, Council Morrell, uh, might it be a useful activity to rank them? Have everyone rank them? I mean, then you have to do a little work on the back end, but I see mean, like I say, it's, where it's, the number ones line up. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's obvious that we we can't ask for everything on. We'd like to ask for everything on here, but um, I think you know, we'd all be uh, fooling ourselves. I like Councilor Morell's idea, Mr. President. Maybe we um, we get this list printed out, send it out to us. Yep. We can all okay. put everything in rank order, yep. send it back to you, and then we can. Uh, I will do that. Document. I will okay. do that. I will. Uh, I will try to get this. I will try to get this done tonight. If not, I'll have it done tomorrow, and I will email it to everybody. Uh, Mr. And then, president, and then you can get it back to me as soon as you know at your convenience. And um, I don't know when we're going to have to split. We could probably. Uh, if, if we want to get this done sooner than later, we'd have to do uh, either uh, a Thursday or a Monday, because they say we're just full of stuff. And um, and if we're going to do pre-budget things in March, that'll pretty much take up most of our March. We'll be meeting with Robowski in March, and and we have our other stuff that uh, other priorities that we've already asked the committee of the holes already um, going forward for the, for for 2021. And we we February should finish up all the stuff left over from last year so by, by the end of the month everything from last year will be uh, all done and we'll move forward on uh, 2021 uh, in March so is that okay with everybody works for me mr. president okay um, any any further uh, motions from the the floor motion to report the paper out favorably okay on uh, the motion by council Knight. mr. president yeah. just if I can ask council locks so is the intent if if we rank these then we're going to come back with uh, the top one, two, three, four, yes. uh, up to what? Uh, well, th there's there's ten there's ten on one side, and there's twelve on the other. And you want to do five and five? Is that well, what you if, said? if you could uh, if you could give us if everybody give the, I mean you could rank them all if he wants. I mean you, you you can take your list and put it in your priority. And right, Council Council can just make his priority. I want members to be clear. If we rank them, then there are going to be priorities that get cut off. Yes, they will. So, 
So, right, so there, there may be some priorities that get cut so, off. And, so do, and, you wanna, do, do, we, do we want to rank them? I think what, what what's the paper called? The council priorities, right? right? So it's the priorities, the majority of the priorities that we all agree upon, and the okay. majorities that we're going to move forward on. So, the ones that we don't, you know, so, individuals can do what they have to do. But okay. I think we're all in the. Why wouldn't we move forward on the items that we all agree upon, right? And some items okay. might fall off. So but the plan will be, I will I will send you this list, and you will send it back to me uh, in your order. Uh, if if say just just change the order and send it back to me. In in uh, in your priority order, and then we'll we'll go from there. Is that all agreed upon? Yes. All right. And Mr. President. Yes, Councilor Bates. Uh, just two things. One, I, I would add. I think on the legislative side, I think we might be able to get a bit more done than five um, if we use subcommittees. So well, just um, that's just, just just do your whole list. So yeah. When, when you get it, you you put it in the order that you feel is good for you. No, I get that. I'm just saying well, at the end of the process, we might have the yeah. top five, but I think yeah. the productivity of the council, we might be able to get a little bit more done. And yeah. I also just wanted to say that uh, Will Navarre has his hand raised. Okay. Mr. Navarre, name and address for the record, please. Uh, William Navarre, 108 Medford Street, apartment 1B. Thank you, Mr. President, for recognizing me. Uh, I came here to say that, uh, Mr. President, Oh, did I say my address? 108 Bedford Street, apartment 1B. That I would hope that the City Council would make it a priority to think about the issue of parking minimums this term. The city's in a housing crisis and people complain about the traffic. But by my reading of our zoning code, most new dwelling units in this city are required to provide two parking spaces. This requirement should be eliminated. First, studies have shown that parking available free to tenants and uh, residents encourages car ownership. Second, private lots in both residential and commercial areas uh, make a place qualitatively less walkable. Compare Medford Square to the shopping plazas at Wellington Circle and Wegman Shopping Centers. Uh, third, under the conventional property tax the city uses, parking minimums reduce the tax base because surface parking areas are not significantly improved and do not pay much more in tax than empty lots do. Fourth, parking requirements make housing development more expensive and given space constraints, ultimately limit how many people can live in our city. Properly incentivized, Bedford can be a city with a lower ratio of cars to residents. With high mandatory parking minimums, Bedford will remain a city where it's cheap to park, but expensive to live. Not including the aisle, a parking space in Bedford is required to be 9 feet by 22 feet, or 198 square feet. The minimum of two spaces comes to 396 square feet per housing unit. That doesn't include the aisle, which obviously is, you have to get into the parking space. We live in a country where it's well accepted that it's necessary to move to the automobile-oriented suburbs to afford the space necessary to raise a family. Those wishing for more space for their family will search high and low for a suitable housing, but we've set aside enough space for parking that people can find that cheaply and relatively easily. As our metropolitan area sprawls further and further out, that's unacceptable. As our residents complain of excess traffic in our streets, that's unacceptable. And as we face the prospect of global catastrophe due to climate change, 
It's unacceptable. People wishing to rent or buy housing in Medford already contend with scarcity in the high price difficulty actually getting a lease. Cars shouldn't be exempt from the scarcity and they take up a lot of space in our city. Thank you, Mr. Noir. All right, so uh, on the motion by Councilor Knight to report the paper out favorably. Seconded by Councilor Scarpelli. Mr. Clerk, please call the roll. Councilor Bears. Yes. Councilor Falco. Yes. Vice President Knight. Yes. Councilor Marks. Yes. Councilor Morrell. Yes. Councilor Scarpelli. Yes. President Carabiello. Yes. Seven the affirmative. Motion passes. Um, we have a motion to adjourn. Motion to adjourn. Motion to adjourn by Councilor Bears, seconded by Councilor Knight. Mr. Clerk, please call the roll. To adjourn, Council Bears. Yes. Council Falco. Yes. Vice President Knight. Yes. Council Marks. Yes. Council Morrell. Yes. Council Scarpelli. Yes. President Caraviello. Yes. Seven in the affirmative. Meeting is adjourned.